Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor. Hope you all are doing well and continuing to stay healthy. Today, I have a conversation that might help you escape just a little bit. I'm on with Jessica Jensen. She's the SVP of marketing for both Kayak and OpenTable. More on that in a second. First off, if you're new, welcome to this community. It's a show all about how some of the most interesting or innovative brands out there today are mobilizing their masses to become more authentic. And in industries like travel and entertainment, there are plenty of ways to do this. So I really enjoyed talking to Jessica a little bit about that and also talking about some of the ways that they are adapting to the current COVID crisis, ways that I would not have anticipated, as well as talking about some of the unexpected results that have come from it. We also go over all the old familiars like advice on how to be a more authentic marketer, as well as towards the end, the places that Jessica can't wait to get back out to once these circumstances are beyond us. But generally, this is a great conversation about the travel and entertainment industry, uh, industries which are more volatile than ever right now. And so I invite you to sit back, relax and enjoy it. So without further ado, this is from Kayak and Open Table, Jessica Jensen. All right, everybody, I'm here with Jessica Jensen from Kayak and Open Table. Jessica, how are you doing? Thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, very well. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to talk. Absolutely want to get into some of the details of what you all are doing, given these current circumstances. The first thing, I mean, the very first thing that I want to know, because I haven't talked, I don't think, to anybody who has been simultaneously the head over two different, uh, two different and distinct, at least in my mind, brands. Of course, I know it's part of the same general umbrella, but how'd you come to be the helm of two different businesses? Yeah, it's a, it is a bit unusual. Um, both Kayak and Open Table are owned by Booking Holdings, uh, and they're both in the general travel and entertainment realm. So that that's how the two brands have come to be together. Uh, and how I got here, I mean, I've been working in uh, digital businesses for about 20 years and have been lucky to work at, you know, Facebook and Apple and Yahoo and a bunch of fun places and uh, always, you know, been guided by working on things that I'm super passionate about. And I recently, you know, at the end of last year, got the opportunity with both Kayak and Open Table. And I said, well, I'm, you know, absolutely nuts about both travel and food. So uh, practically fell out of my chair when I heard that, that both were in the offing um, and just so feel incredibly lucky to get to help people experience the worlds of uh, travel and dining. So um, that's a fantastic opportunity. I'm, I'm glad that you uh, were able to meet that jaw-dropping moment with an actual commercial opportunity because I don't think it's very often people get to uh, truly work for businesses, um, even in industries for which they are super, truly, truly passionate. I mean, like things that they really, really love. So that's great to know. And of course, now uh, managing all sorts of different people in travel and entertainment specifically, I want to talk about that in just a second, the implications of, the, of those industries and what it means right now in these circumstances. But let's talk first about just like how you tick a little bit. I want to know, especially maybe now, in the ways that you're galvanizing your teams to move forward and to be positive in these times and to be authentic in these times. Of course, I'm going to say the word authentic a lot in this show, but mm -hmm. I just want to know some of the guiding principles that make you tick that you think have gotten you to the point that you're at, but that you also try to instill in those that follow your lead. Yeah, great. Um, well, yes, we're obviously in a unique time right now with COVID, uh, and it's been really, really rough on uh, both the travel and restaurant industries. 
So, um, you know, we are very uh, active in supporting, uh, you know, Open Table has over 60,000 restaurant partners. Um, and then on the kayak side, you know, multiple airline, hotel, rental car, uh, lots and lots of partners. So helping support them through these challenging times um, and then also helping consumers understand um, how to think about travel and dining um, in this new global context. And I think, you know, the way I think about myself and, and as a marketer is uh, always being in touch with the human elements of any business situation and focusing always on, you know, clarity, honesty, transparency, and empathy. Um, and so, you know, as so many restaurants around the world are shutting down and laying off people and, you know, so many people are unsure about when and how they can ever travel again, uh, really helping my teams focus on, you know, what is the human message and what is the support that we can offer to people, whether they run businesses themselves or are consumers of businesses that we work on. Um, and, you know, obviously this is a very serious situation um, and we need to, you know, really deal with a lot of, you know, health and, and safety issues, uh, but also trying to help people see a, a brighter future and that, you know, this too shall pass. And, um, you know, we should be dreaming about our future travel plans and uh, buying gift cards to our favorite restaurants so that we can take our mom out after Mother's Day and, and keep the restaurants in business. Yeah, of course. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about just exactly what they're going to do as soon as they're allowed to walk outside uh, for the most part. And of course, that will include indulging in a lot of those things. But you touch on an important point because both of those industries now with travel and entertainment, and I think we could talk about them separately. But of course, part of what you're doing at Kayak and Open Table is uh, truthfully derivative of the activity within those industries. So of course, when those businesses and those industries are going through struggles, people may not be using Kayak and Open Table, at least in the same way that they were. But a lot of folks that I've talked to have figured out how to adapt pretty quickly. And so with folks who are in consumer products, they're figuring out how to how to manufacture PPE. And in services industries, there are other ways that they're trying to innovate. I know that you have an answer to this question. I think I know the answer to this question. But I want to know <laughs> what are some of the ways in which Kayak and OpenTable are similarly adapting to the circumstances to keep folks coming back? Right. Uh, a number of things. Um, so on the on the open table side, I would say we we've moved uh, understandably to help our restaurants um, embrace takeout and delivery and to you know work with a variety of platforms and with us on how to do that in a seamless and effective way. Uh, we also uh, turned our reservation platform into a grocery scheduling platform. And so we now have a number of grocery stores and restaurants that are now serving as grocery stores uh, using our scheduling technology for social distancing and maintaining safety controls. So I think that's been a pretty um, exciting uh, innovation that we pulled off in, in really rapid time um, that, that has been really uh, very enthusiastically embraced by the industry. And then on the travel side with Kayak, I mean, we've really uh, pivoted to helping people understand all of the different uh, incentives and protections that all of the various airlines and hotels uh, and our partners are offering, but then also to help them plan and dream about their next travel uh, escapes. And so we've, la we've launched a travel escape hub with uh, a number of different virtual city tours and 
um, travel trivia quizzes for families to take. Uh, and so trying to keep people uh, informed of the reality of, of the COVID situation and travel restrictions and options, but then also inspire them to keep uh, travel at the front of their minds and look forward to when we're back out, you know, on the road and in the skies. Yeah, I think that that is, uh, it's nice to have an, an escape hub. I think a lot of people are embracing escapism <laughs> right now yes. to try and just get themselves at least mentally to another place. And I know that there are other organizations in travel and entertainment out there, Airbnb comes to mind, who are now offering uh, experiences and escapes completely virtually. So to have a hub like that is really important. And I think that that's a great thing to be doing. And I'm glad that you brought up the grocery side as well, because that is not something and probably not something that anybody would be uh, assuming you you could do at all. So I just to, to think about the genesis of that was I imagine it was a safety, you know, something to improve the safety of citizens and to make sure that everybody was appropriately distancing and perhaps timing out their journeys. But have you seen any particular uh unexpected results from that? Like, for example, I might assume, perhaps wrongly, but maybe you can correct me, that older generations who may not have used tech to reserve things very often might actually be using this for for grocery. As a matter of fact, my parents have, well, while they haven't been reserving grocery times because, well, they're not very tech savvy anyway, but they, they get up they go to the like the senior hours, like 6 to 8 a.m. at mm-hmm. the local uh, mm-hmm. Wegmans in this case. But, um, I'm curious, have you, has, has anything cropped up from this adaptation that has been unexpected in terms of results, whether it be from engagement or something else? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I think people who uh, may not have been using some of the technology available to them, like older populations, um, are embracing things like this. And like the idea of being able to, as you said, schedule grocery at a time that is safe for seniors and, uh, you know, and also allows them to manage their time effectively has been great. And I think a lot of restaurants are also um, experimenting with new models, uh, you know, special meal uh, promotions that are, uh, you know, special for takeout for Easter or Mother's Day. So, you know, adversity is often the the mother of invention. And I I do think we're seeing some cases of that. Yeah, Uh, that's a good quote, too. Adversity is, you say, the mother of invention? I think maybe the original quote is, uh, uh, what is it? Adversity is the mother of invention? I think so. Did I get that right? I think you did. It sounds pretty good. You know what? That's what, that, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what that. it is now. All right. You can put your name underneath uh, as, as, to who, as to who coined that one. But that's, uh, that's, good to, that's good to learn. Just to see how it's changing behavior. Not, not, of course, offline, obviously it is, but also online. Very interesting. And I think probably has created a whole bunch of new experiences, if not different, uh, that folks who are using services like Kayak and OpenTable are having, regardless of their age, regardless of their circumstances. And so I think it's particularly probably a good time to be harnessing some of that, but stepping outside of these circumstances or perhaps including them in a broader set of situations I also want to know, as we do on this show, explore how brands are, are, are harnessing those experiences and opinions that their consumers or their, that their people are having. I mean, what are some of the ways in which Kayak and Obatable uh, collect those generally? Uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about how maybe how they leverage them in, in a little bit. But I mean, it has to I mean, as of now, you have to be getting some of the most unique stories that you've ever gotten, at least or the brands have ever gotten. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think, I think, you know, particularly on the restaurant side, we've seen such an outpouring of love for restaurants um, and people really realizing the whole that uh, not being able to go out with their friends and family and enjoy a meal, what a hole that leaves in their lives. Um, and and um, one of our customers wrote on, on a post, um, restaurants normally take care of us. Now it's our time to take care of them. Um, and I and I think, you know, we've seen love letters written from our customers to their favorite restaurants, people donating to funding efforts of their restaurants, supporting restaurants who are feeding healthcare workers, um, you know, just an incredible outpouring. And I would say, you know, prior to this terrible time, I mean, we we have very, um, you know, vociferous customers who we, we ran a Valentine's Day promotion and we said, tell us your dream dinner date with your with your Valentine and, and you know, we'll make that a reality for you. And so we get, you know, amazingly thoughtful and fanciful um, input from people about their their romantic dinner visions. Um, and then, you know, on the travel side, people uh, also have great travel insights and hacks that they share with us on the kayak side. Um, but then also, you know, incredible dreams for where they want to go and, and uh, you know, creating collages. And um, it's, it's wonderful to see um, the conversations that happen, you know, frankly, between our kayak staff and our consumers, because um, all of the kayak people are, are rabid travelers, as you would expect. Um, and, and so there's a, a lot of great sharing that goes on there. Yeah, I would assume so. And sharing between uh, fellow desiring escapers, I'm guessing, is is a very strong driver of, well, maybe engagement right now, perhaps commerce for things down the line. I was just reading, I think, today or yesterday in, in the news that the, even the people like the cruise line industry, they're starting to get reservations for 2021. Yes, because yeah, people assume coming back. Yeah. this is going to be over with. Now, on the kayak side, is that something that you all are seeing too? Uh, not, we're not so much in the cruise industry, but yeah, I mean, we're seeing, uh, the Asian travel markets are starting to come back, um, and people are planning, uh, things further out. So, you know, I think in the U S we're still pretty much on lockdown mode, but, uh, other parts of the world are, are moving, you know, back into future planning. Right. Yeah, well, that's, of course, a hopeful sign, and, and we'll see how that continues to progress. But yeah, interesting to know from your side of what you're seeing, of course, on a global scale, this is being global circumstances. Yeah. Let's get back to that sharing for a minute, because you mentioned that everybody is, is sort of sharing their, their, their plans or their dreams or things like that. Are, are there ways in which OpenTable and Kayak directly are able to, to amplify these uh, to say, you know, uh, of course, we're here to help during these times, but in the meantime, why don't you take your mind off things and here's here's Adam's dream. I mean, are there, are there ways in which you're able to harness that kind of thing? And the reason I ask, it's awfully weighted as a question, but it's because, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of times on the show, we talk about how organizations are taking those real consumer stories and using them. I figure it's kind yeah, of I mean, definitely so, on, right? on the, uh, on the open table side, I mean, people through our app and through our site are able to save, you know, f- favorite restaurants that they want to go to. Um, uh, you know, kind of a wish list. Um, and so we're, we've now been, you know, engaging people around, all right, you know, imagine it's June 15, where are you going out to eat? Um, right. and, and people are, you know, sharing amazing posts about, you know, I'm going to go here and then here and then here and then here. And, you know, I'm dying for Moroccan and all, uh, you know, their, their food fantasies. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that it's, 
a rich time for dreaming and, uh, and, you know, food and travel are such evocative, personal, you know, emotional areas of our lives. Um, so it, it's, it's really, you know, it's fertile ground for content development and, and engaging people. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you say that, and especially because types of content in these niches, you know, so socially uh, have been um, exploding in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I, I have seen even from individual creators, I've seen folks who have been in completely different niches switch over. Okay, well now we're a, now we're a quarantine cooking channel, and even that's on right. a, that's on a micro yeah. scale, but they've seen. They've seen their engagement metrics go through the roof. And, you know, if you think to more serious things like other crises, which this paralleled maybe in the first week or two, I, I did a, a series of interviews about this. Listeners, you'll know this is a special edition from about a month back. People would compare this, at least at the start, to something like another national tragedy like a 9-11. Well, people remember that like channels like the Food Network really didn't even take off until that happened mm, and yeah. then became the cultural mainstays that they are today. Right. And a lot of opportunity there. And of course, again, going back to your first answer, nice to be now heading brands that are part of this because you'll likely see uh, a similar, uh, well, dreaming uh, as you've just noted. So I want to follow up and, and perhaps get towards the advice section. This gets my favorite section, but let's start for a second about about that purpose side. Obviously, it's a very sexy term in marketing over the past roughly okay. year or so, and you noted principles at the top of this, which, uh, which allude to the question, but especially now that so many brands are turning to being compassionate and helpful and just a resource in general, what are some of the purpose-driven uh, things that uh, you have been leading the charge on for Kayak and Open Table, uh, maybe in these circumstances, but, but you know, regardless of these circumstances, I'm just curious as to what you're doing in that space. Sure. Um, so, I mean, our, our corporate mission is, is wonderfully clear and al actually aligned across our brands um, of making it easier for people to experience the world through travel or, in the case of Open Table, through dining. Um, and so we are, you know, trying to deliver on that mission every day by, uh, you know, we, we think that people grow and become better people through engaging with people from different countries and backgrounds and eating cuisine from different parts of the world. And so everything we do is uh, intent upon helping people, um, you know, know, know about more options um, in their own neighborhood to experience new cultures and, and flavors or across the world through, through travel. Um, and so we take the, 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 that purpose very seriously. Um, we also are very, uh, you know, fortunate to be um, successful brands and companies and open table has a, a very longstanding partnership with no kid hungry, which is an awesome organization um, that helps uh, children with food insecurity needs get access to meals um, in conjunction with school programs. Um, and so we've done, you know, a lot of fundraising for them and, and staff involvement uh, with No Kid Hungry and, and huge champions of theirs. Um, and then, you know, on the, on the travel front, really trying to encourage people to think about uh, over tourism and, and visiting places that need tourism dollars like like um, uh, Puerto Rico after their terrible climate disasters 
um, and helping right. people be sensitive and aware of both over tourism and then, you know, places that are more under the radar and need more tourism support. So those are just a few examples of things that we do that we think um, are aligned with our missions as a company, but then also help people uh, experience the, the world in new and hopefully better ways. Yeah, especially in these times, I have heard so many of the folks that I've talked to do things around hunger specifically, funny enough, which yeah. obviously as part of Open Table, I have to assume would be the case. But um, the amount of times I've heard no kid hungry in Feeding America in the last month is uh, is staggering. So uh, that's That's, that's great a good thing to hear. <laughs> yeah, Totally good thing to hear and for a good cause. Well, let's talk about uh, one final thing. And listeners will know this well. This is the advice column. This is where I ask, and this is where I get to ask some of the world's brightest marketing minds advice for those who are just getting started. And the context is as follows. Folks who listen to this show uh, range anywhere from the CMO community all the way down to somebody who's just starting out their career, whether they're a sole proprietor or working within a Fortune 500 brand. They are doing their best to build better relationships with people and build better brands. And they turn to people like you for advice on how to emulate your path. So I'm curious, maybe given your recent experiences or your holistic experiences as a marketer, what your advice might be to our listeners who are simply just seeking to take the first couple of steps to become a more authentic marketer in general? Yeah, that's a, such a wonderful question. Um, first of all, I would say my overarching career advice is always try on as many sweaters as possible because some of them will be too tight, some of them will be itchy, and some will be just right. So I always encourage people to try different industries, different roles. Uh, I have been, I, I've worked in management consulting, newspapers, uh, digital media, food delivery, uh, you know, and I think, you know, wide ranging experiences are not only the spice of life, but will lead you to be a better business person and a better marketer. And then I think from a marketing perspective, I think kind of what I alluded to at the beginning, um, the humanity and the, the realism of, of what we do as marketers is always the most important um, and, and really focusing on emotion. Uh, I have spent a lot of time in B2B marketing roles, and I would say I have spent so much of my time trying to help B2B marketers understand that businesses are run by people and that people don't respond well to jargon and they have fears and hopes and desires, uh, and that buying software or advertising or legal services uh, is all wrapped up in human emotion and human need. Um, and so always coming back to how is, is your marketing clear and compelling and human and emotionally resonant? Um, those, are, those are asymptotes that we as marketers always try to achieve. Uh, and it's a lifelong journey uh, that that we we never we never reach the end, but it's but it's sure is fun to try to pursue those goals. Yeah, I agree, and I appreciate the advice on both dimensions. I'm going to sneak in an extra credit question here, which is as what I'm sure many of Open Table and Kayaks folks are doing right now. Once this is all behind us, where's the first place that you're going to splurge? Maybe a restaurant or a location. Where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, there's a fantastic restaurant in San Francisco, Moroccan called Aziza, which I adore. I cannot wait to go back there. Also my local sushi bar, Sakae. Uh, and I am uh, 
planning a, a trip to uh, to southern Mexico. That'll be that'll be my first. I I love Mexico in general, um, but um, I'm going to head south and and uh, roam around uh, ruins and beaches. Wow, that sounds great. Well, folks, uh, hopefully this has put some ideas into your mind of what you're going to plan for when this all uh, gets beyond us. But for now, and for all the advice and the stories that you've given us along the way, Jessica, thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Adam. Take care. Thank you so much to Jessica Jensen from Kayak and Open Table for joining our podcast and having a conversation with me today. By the way, folks, what I'm thinking about doing once this is all behind us is I'm going to get as much barbecue as people will sell me and I'm going to Ocean City, Maryland. And you can't tell me otherwise. If you enjoy this show, no matter where your preferred travel destination or restaurant is, here's what you can do. Follow us on LinkedIn. Plenty of travel and entertainment on that website, and it's also where we are. Authentic Influence Podcast is the page where all of our new releases will go. It's also where clips from the show will go, and also where other information, where we might be in the press or when we have events, once that becomes a possibility again, you'll have it all there. But that's where we hold a little community, and I encourage you to keep following. And you can also follow me personally on LinkedIn, Adam Connor, as well as check out podcast.vavoom.co, where all of these episodes also live. Of course, you're more likely to have been listening to us through iTunes or Spotify or Google, and I encourage you to stay following and subscribe via those platforms. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a review, let us know what you think, and suggest who we should have on next. I'll be back again real soon with another fantastic story about how a brand is mobilizing its masses to become more authentic each and every day. And until then, for Authentic Influence, I've been your host, Adam Connor, and you'll hear from me again next time.